Welcome to Success Routines with Tara, where we transform, inspire, persist, and succeed on our personal and professional growth journeys. As you know, here on Success Routines, we provide not only bite-sized success nuggets, but we also provide full interviews with aspiring leaders, business owners, as well as authors. And today we have a young leader with us, and his name is Corey Hall. He is a leader, he is a speaker, and he is a high school senior who's here to discuss with us today his role in video production. Welcome to the show, Corey. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you doing, Tara? All is well, all is well. And thank you so much for being part of uh, Success Routines. You know, we really are here as we're talking about leadership. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas around your role as a speaker being a part of video production. So Corey, tell us, when was your interest and when did it begin in video production? Um, So um, sophomore year is when I had my first class in it. Um, I just think I took it up just to do it. I don't think I really had any um, interest in really just making it a serious job for me. I just thought it would be interesting to try because I've always seen people do editing and thought it was pretty um, interesting that part but I never really thought about it being a job for me I just saw it as a thing to do as an elective for school oh okay so you know for those of us who are new my listeners out there who are new to understanding some components of video production could you tell us what some of the terms like b-roll and stand-up and stand-up outro and voiceover means if you could maybe just go through each of those and just help us understand what it is that you learned most about video production so B-roll um, for um, the video production term and just that type of thing for B-roll is basically the type of, if you've watched the news, is basically when someone's doing a voiceover, it's the type of shots they're getting when they put it all together. When you do editing, um, <clears throat> you have an audio on the top or bottom and then the video will go above that. So basically what you'll have is an audio of someone speaking like a voiceover And then you'll have the video, which is the B-roll. Like in a situation where someone will do schools, they'll do B-roll of the school if there's a situation at the school. Or they'll B-roll someone's feet, for an example, if they're trying to show uh, a topic of school. So that would be what B-roll is. Um, The stand-up intro is basically when you introduce a story, you'll introduce yourself or you'll introduce the topic. And just as if you're doing an essay, it's like a intro into it. And then... The paragraph and the conclusion is what the rest of the show is. And a stand-up outro is the exact same thing. But in video production, in any type of thing, if you'll watch the news, a stand-up is when you're right in front of the camera and you can't do stand-up intro and outro at the same time. You can either start with a voiceover and then do the outro at the end, or you can start with an intro and do the voiceover at the end. Great. You know, and that's that's so important. And, and uh, as you talked about, you know, doing the voiceovers and being a speaker and for you, the projects that you've worked on, you have primarily been the speaker. So was it easy or hard for you to get comfortable being in front of the camera? You know, it's funny because when I was a sophomore, when I first started, I um, my teacher was talking about the idea of me um, trying to do that. And I just really could not get through to it because I was just thinking it's kind of weird to do in front of a camera i just rather at that point do background work you know you know get recognition in that type of um area but not 
outwards like people wouldn't really know my name but they would the people i'd work with would know who i am but i think as i've grown as a person i've wanted to try new things so i think when i first did it um after the few first few shots it wasn't even hard for me it was felt pretty natural like i felt like i had a natural loud voice even though people tell me when i talk a lot of the times that i've been a little quiet so i've really worked on that this year to you know enunciate my words more so people understand what i'm saying and just to speak louder so i think actually me doing this and being front of, comfortable in front of a camera it took a few tries but when i had a um <clears throat> uh, a project we did with a partner um we had a um football uh, game uh football game on thanksgiving and we did a project on it and basically um for most of it i was doing um work for voiceovers and in front of the camera and it was a little uncomfortable for the first few times but I, after i read the script i felt like a natural and actually i got some compliments from um, some of my friends and classmates and some of my teachers saying that that's definitely something i could uh do in the future so it's helped me in a lot of ways it's also helped me want to uh, meet more people and feel that i need to speak my mind more to not waste any moments uh, in high school yeah that's that's so important because i it kind of leads right into our next question when uh you said that you find yeah. that it, it helped you it helped you in other spaces um as you're as you've grown and matured so what did you learn most what would you say uh what did you find is the benefits about being a speaker and, and how it really could help you in your future um i think the most benefits about a speaker would be to uh it helps you be more outgoing and it helps you realize that um you know, once you break it all down, it's really, it's really simple. Speaking is speaking. So if you have a thought in your mind and you're scared to say it, you know, with speaking, it's like, it's a natural thing you do now. So when you do it in front of a camera, it makes you feel like, you know, it's not so hard to speak to these other people that I think I can't speak to because I'll be nervous or something like that. So I think it's helped me with that. And then as a future career, I could really see it help me out if I wanted to be an anchor or if I want to do some sports broadcasting as that's something. I've always had an interest in since I was little, just never really knew how to get into it because I never was comfortable speaking. But now everything's changed for me. Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that. And and I for all of my listeners out there, you know, just just listen to this. Uh, you know, you're getting a, a, a young um, a young adult perspective on the real true benefits of exercising your voice. And oftentimes, even as adults, people think, you know, they should just know how to do what, you know, do and speak and just, you know, be out there freely. And you coined it perfectly. You said speaking is speaking. Now, I know some people aren't comfortable speaking in a large group, but they're more comfortable one on one. But the exposure that you've already had in front of the camera will really uh, just help you, as you said, continue to grow and nurture the skill sets, because once you feel comfortable doing it, you actually end up, believe it or not, you will inspire other people to say, you know what, maybe I could go for that too. Maybe I could do that and stand in front of a camera. It, Like you said, it can be uncomfortable in the beginning, but the more you do it, it's like anything else. The more you work the muscle, the more you'll feel stronger in that path of what you're doing. So, Corey, yeah, here, here... yeah, exactly. I would say that exactly just going off what you just said, I think um, you just have to start somewhere. It's it's all about where you start. And um, I think a lot of people think too far off. Um, they think, you know, it's not like I'm going to talk in front of a thousand people the first time I do it. You got to think about 
talking in front of a friend group to start out or talking about around people you're comfortable with. I don't think um, if you think of it as a way that you're talking to a whole world, then you're obviously going to be very nervous. Um, I think if you think of it as a perspective of you're around people that you're comfortable with, and then as you get more comfortable, you go into a wider perspective of people and more um, exposure. I think that's when it can be a little nervous, but you'll be prepared because of what you did in the beginning. Yeah, so true. Start small and then work your way up. And I remember something one of my coaches shared with me about public speaking. And she said, no matter how large of a room of people you're in front of, speak as if you're speaking just to one person. And everyone else will get your message, but it'll help ground you and make you feel comfortable enough so that if, like you said, you make it more conversational and you don't worry about all of the other people around. They're there, but speak as if you're speaking to one and that will sometimes help people with their nerves as well. Uh, so this is great. So thank you for what you've what you've shared so far. Um, again, this, yeah. this is about, you know, um, exercising our voices and being and being in video production, as you said before, being a speaker that you're out in the front. Um, you might want to consider, um, like you said, you could play uh, a role in the background, but you can also play a role right in front and be up front and center and still be just as comfortable. So here on Success Routines, we, we highlight uh, successful habits or routines that help people bring out their best. So, Corey, as a senior transitioning from high school and you think back on your, you know, your high school years, you know, what are some successful habits or routines that you think would be helpful for someone who's just about to enter high school next year? This is a good one. I'm, I thought about it, actually. Because I've heard this question before, but I was actually thinking because as a senior, they've actually asked us in some of my classes to maybe write some stuff down that um, that teacher can tell the next um, group of kids that she's going to have, you know, that could give them advice and tips. And I think um, something I would definitely have is to try new things. Um, high school is a place where you can grow as a person. It doesn't mean that you, it defines you completely because a lot of people as myself that I feel I didn't really um, do everything or take advantage of everything I could have done in high school but I'm doing the most I can at this point which is all I can do you can't go back in the past so I think very um, very important thing is to take advantage of what you have and uh, try new things because even though you might not like it it gives you something to build on if you um, don't try anything that you're in the same predicament that you were in before you even started and you haven't grown as a person so regardless of what people might say or uh, judge you or make fun of you for it, there's going to be some people supporting you or a lot of people supporting you. But don't just do something just because you want to please other people. It's more important than that because you got to realize you're doing this to benefit you or try to maybe find something that is your new niche or something you might build on to go into college or go professionally with something. So yeah. I think it's really important to um, try new things and uh, take advantage of the opportunities you have in high school. Yeah, great. That's that's so great. And I, and I think that that'll definitely be a solid message for um, not just for anyone entering high school, even though the, that was the frame of the quite of, of the question. But that's so important for anyone. The way I see it as an adult of um, anyone in life, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, whether you you know, whether you have you still have ideas of things that you want to do. Like Corey said, try them because you might find that there are people 
who are really there supporting what you want to do and having support, having a system of people around you that are really telling you to go for it and encouraging you, it really does help push you out of your comfort zone and to give things a try. So Corey, what are some of your future considerations around video production as you are transitioning from high school? And, uh, you know, just what, what do you have coming up next around um, your future? Um, I've had some um, people tell me I should really try, like I said earlier, the anchoring in sports broadcasting. Um, when I was really young, I always had a knack for the stats and debating and really speaking my mind when it comes to things I'm passionate about. And sports is definitely one of those things. Um, for me, I think meshing the new things I've learned about myself with speaking into the things I've known since I was really little. Um, it would only make for a really good thing for me and a lot of exposure. Um, it's funny because around where I live, there's an ESPN place and uh, I've passed it a few times thinking, you know, that could maybe be an area where I could try out in a field I can really try out for. I think I have the things and the things to be able to do that. Um, this would take a lot of practice and a lot of preparation. And uh, Obviously, if I wanted to do that now, I wouldn't be ready. It's a lot of things I have to go through and a lot of more things I have to... Uh, <laughs> because obviously it's a little too early for that but that was one thing and then the anchoring um just on the news or something like that because of at my school we've done some things like that where i have been an anchor it's a little more challenging for me because you're sitting down i think when i've done the speaking for a video production thing it's more so you're moving you're standing up but you have a lot of uh, movement and you can do more things more freely i think when you just sit down at a table be less fidgety and you just have to stand straight at the camera which has been easy for me and I'm standing up and sitting down it's very uh, a little more difficult especially when I like to move around a lot so it basically takes a lot of practice and um it'll all come in due time you just have to uh be comfortable and you know do what you can at that moment and um let it progress as time goes on yeah, that's that's a excellent way to wrap up our interview because it's all about uh, preparation and so many things that we do in life always require preparation and it also requires a plan, a plan of action. So as you're thinking about your career out there, your author, future authorship or you know your business as an entrepreneur or becoming a leader and inspiring and impacting people, it all takes the same things that Corey talked about today, which is uh, practicing, um, giving things a try, uh, getting a support system, and really just going for it. And one thing he also mentioned was really tapping into what are those things that I that I can't that come easy for me or that I thought about when I was younger. And now people have said, hey, you do this well. How can you merge those gifts that you have into a possible career for your future? So, Corey, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. Yeah. I, I want to uh, I want to thank you again uh, for sharing your knowledge in uh, video production and your knowledge as becoming uh, a speaker also required in that field as well. And for my guests, thank you so much for listening in today on our episode of Success Routines. We are here to transform, inspire, persist, and succeed. And we'll see you on the next episode.